Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use our promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Tyler Bertuzzi signed a $3.5 million one-year deal via arbitration uh, last week. Is he still part of the long-term plans for the Red Wings? What implications will this arbitration deal have long-term? It's all coming up next in a Monday edition of Locked On Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Monday, November 2nd, 2020, uh, and I'm your host, Detroit Sports Editor Noel Bianchi. Today, we've got longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith alongside me. As always, I'm trying not to be as uh, boisterous because I'm surrounded by other people recording this in public uh, at Ford Field. Ethan, welcome back to the show. How's it going? How are you doing? Well, thank you for having me, Nolan. It's it's great to be back. I'm really excited to get this podcast going. Yeah, you know, it's always a uh, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. It's really it really is. Good. It is definitely is. So we'll start with the big news of the day, and that is not that Tyler Bertuzzi was given the three point five million dollar one year deal via arbitration. That is that we, Ethan are finally going back to three episodes a week. It's been a long, long offseason. And year, I was going to say year nine of the offseason. Month nine of the offseason. That's an exaggeration. It's probably more like month seven. Uh, but starting this week, we are going back to three episodes a week. Uh, so just wanted to update you guys quickly on that because it is a, a major programming note. Wow. I forgot. I forgot that was kicking in in November. Oh, my goodness. Look at yeah. us. Yeah. It's, it'll so, be fun. It'll uh, be fun not to have you know like oh what what do we have to talk about today? You know it's it'll be nice to we'll, we'll be able to bring you guys some more you know well not well thought out well more yeah more well thought ideas out. and just I think it'll be it'll be better for us in the long run definitely. Yeah, exactly. And like we, I mean, we had a lot of fun. I think we did pretty good over the course of the five episode a week off season that we were enduring, despite the fact that uh, there was nothing really to talk about. And then over the last couple of weeks with like the draft and free agency and stuff like that, it started to feel like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe five episodes is about right. But now that we've kind of come out of it again, I'm like, yeah. thank goodness, because it was just, it's a lot. And like Ethan said, uh, it, it'll be nicer to be able to come to you with uh, more neatly packaged ideas instead of just trying to fill uh, two and a half hours of content a week about a team that hasn't played hockey in I don't know how long. But Woo-hoo. Speaking of, Nolan, well, I guess changing the subject. Nolan, where are you right now? I am at Ford Field getting ready for Lions and Colts here. Um, should, be a, should be a pretty good one. Lions might, you know, might take another <laughs> – how do you think it's going to go? I have no idea. I, I would not be surprised if the Colts went by 17. I would not yeah. be surprised if the Lions yeah. went. I would not be surprised with really any outcome of this football game. I'm watching Phillip Rivers do his uh, pregame warm-ups right now. Was he stretching out his old man hips? No, he's doing like some rollout drills. He's like hitting a man towards the sideline. He, uh, he doesn't look young, that's for sure. No, no, he's not young. I don't know how that guy still has a job in the NFL. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know either. And, and we'll see today. I mean, like, he, he's one of those guys that just, like, he might be a Hall of Famer. Right. Like, he never has done anything that, like, has made you be like, wow, this is, this is Philip Rivers right. year. Or this is Philip, like, he, and he's got an ugly kind of throwing motion and things like yep. that. So My whole line um, of thinking with Indy is, like, dude, I just picture, like, Teddy Bridgewater could have been on that team. Yeah. And I think that makes that team completely different. And it makes actually, it makes T.Y. Hilton somewhat of a threat. <laughs> they have, he's been awful this year. Yeah. And they have uh, a pretty decent amount of weapons of running back, too. So you could run more of a spread type mm. offense. Jonathan Taylor, baby. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, I'm excited to watch him today. I actually so have to go look at houses. I'm not even going to be able to watch the game. That is highly unfortunate. I feel very sorry for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. NFL Sundays, baby. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> but we do have some news to talk about. Uh, I believe it was last Tuesday or last Wednesday, Tyler Bertuzzi, as I mentioned at the top of the show, was awarded a $3.5 million one-year deal via arbitration. Uh, what, were, what were your initial thoughts to it? Let's, let's start there because I have some questions that I kind of want to expand on. Uh, just a little bit later on in the show, but just your initial reaction, I guess we'll start with. I got one for you right away. Do you not think he's worth more money? Like I, I'm, I'm, I get that it's a flat cap, but we don't have, we don't not have cap to spend. And quite frankly, this man is on our first line. This, yeah. this it, he's, he, he plays a role better than the majority of other players in the NHL that play that role. I agree. And like, that was my initial reaction was that like, um, was that everybody was talking about what a great value the deal is. And I'm like, who cares about the value this year? Like, honestly, like, unless, unless we're expecting to see Steve Eiserman like go right up against that cap at the trade deadline, which based on what we've seen and heard, I mean, I guess it's a coin toss at this point, 50, 50 to see kind of how close they do spend to that cap. But at the same time, like the difference between 0.7 and whatever, um, that that point seven million dollars that he was asking for, he's asking for, let's say five point yeah. five on his long term deal. Now it could be a, a situation where he could be getting like five point two or five point one over long term. Correct. I think that a lot of this risk for the deal uh, is placed on the Red Wings because I don't see Tyler Bertuzzi getting worse. And actually, this is a question that I want to ask you on the other side of this break: is is there a scenario where Tyler Bertuzzi is played out? of a top six role this off season, because I think that has a major, major impact on what he's going to get paid with his next ticket. And, and with the way that the, these leagues are going to be kind of set up this year, where you're not going to get a chance to see a ton of the young guys, I think it might get a little a bit interesting, uh, but we'll answer that question on the other side of this break. First, we got to talk to you guys real quick about built bar. It's the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market and with six new delicious flavors it is more deliciouser than ever before ethan we're getting into the winter time now uh this is the part of year where i really struggle you know it's sunday it's saturday i'm sitting on the couch i'm eating buffalo chicken dip and all those daylight types of savings things all times too daylight, daylight savings savings dark at 5 30 yep that makes you feel sad that makes you go for the pot of chili instead of the uh the nice delicious salad don't i dinner. know it and, uh, and then you start getting that little pouch over your tummy. You start saying, hey, where did that come from? But guess what? Once that starts arriving, you're going to be able to counteract it or just prevent it altogether with Built Bar because you can lose or maintain weight while indulging a delicious treat with Built Bar. It's great for the health-conscious guy. Their bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And with our promo code right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and get 20% off of your next order. 
That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, back segment two here of the day. And we have to get into uh, just some more details about this Tyler Bertuzzi contract because you made you brought up a good point. I think that this deal is only going to go up. And whether or not – and I guess we'll start here. Do you think this deal – represents any uh, hesitation that Steve Eisenman might have that Tyler Bertuzzi is a firm part of this core? Like, what do you, do you think that it signifies anything bigger long-term? What I think it signifies is that you're going to be taking a hometown discount to stay on this team. I yeah. think that's exactly what that shows. Um, I think it also also shows potentially his value to this team. If you're looking at players like a Zadina, uh, a Raymond that are going to be that are projecting to be those top line wingers that could easily bump him. Or if, if Fabry can sign long-term too and put up 60 points a year, I, I understand that Bertuzzi at the beginning of the year was on track to put up great points. Um, but you know, that physical play man, it, unless you're a Brendan Gallagher type player and Gallagher's basically got overpaid by Montreal too on a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I think, general managers are starting to look at now if you're seeing like what happened with uh nathan horton with the david clarkson johan franz and that these these contracts to power forwards don't hold up over time so i i I could see him he could easily be a third line player on this team i think yeah long term i think he could be a i think he's a he could be a third line player when this team is a contender but right now i mean you have to look at it he he was on a horrible horrible team he was on a team where their first line every night was getting all of the attention and he still managed to a lead the team in scoring with 48 points and 71 games played b make an all-star appearance and he also brings that extra edge uh that you that those intangibles that you often hear about. Like I, I always think back to that scrap he had with uh, PK Subban against the devils. I think one of the last games uh, of the season, but you know, outside of those things, I don't know that he's necessarily going to be a guy that when you're contending in 2023, 2024, he's a guy that's going to be in your top six. So I guess my thought right now is he is a very good valuable player to have when you're going through this rebuild I do think he is a major major piece on a contending team he's the type of piece that like a Toronto is missing where he can score he can go into the corners he'll do pretty much everything that you ask do it well and do it happily and I think that's Tyler Bertuzzi's greatest strength is not only his versatility but his willingness to be versatile as well so I just think when you look at it from an overall standpoint I would have liked to see him them get a long-term deal on the books for longer. Uh, but uh, one thing you have to think about is the fact that Tyler Bertuzzi is the one who filed for arbitration. Like the team was not filing for arbitration. So he's probably looking at it from a standpoint of, okay, I know that I could get paid a little bit more in a non-flat cap year. I just had a really good season. I think I'm still going to get the exact same amount of opportunity and ice time, but maybe we have a little bit more depth and that opens up opportunities for me. There's a lot at play here that I think can uh, bolster his price going into that next season. And I think it's important to keep in mind that he is the one ultimately who filed for arbitration. And I know he'll have one more year of RFA status after this deal. Yeah. But then that goes right into free agency. So we could be, I mean, I, I don't see a reason why he'd want to leave this team. Um, I've never really gotten that from him. Mm-hmm. I think him, Mantha, Larkin all really like it here, honestly. Um, 
Well, he said too that none of this was personal and he doesn't feel like anything has changed since the arbitration filing. Right. No, it's, it's, it's more of a, and quite frankly too, that one year deal could be setting him up to say, Hey, if you guys want to pay me before I hit UFA status, so then I don't have to, if you want to lock me up so I don't get to test that UFA status after this year, by all means, he's given us that chance, but I mean, we'll see where it goes. If they, I, I, I would say this is a bridge deal, but it's a really short bridge, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it's, I think it's more of just a means to an end. We'll see where we are after this year. And I, I know Bert's kind of bit, could be banking on himself a little bit here as he should. He's a great player. So. Well, and the question I asked too, is like the thing that's working in Tyler Bertuzzi's favor is that there is not like, because of the way the nature of this season and the fact that, you know, a lot of your players are kind of stashed overseas, at least a lot of the younger players who otherwise and maybe a normal year would have a chance to kind of come over and get some roster time I don't think there's any scenario where we look at the where whether it be on the Red Wings or what's going on over in Europe with the prospects where you look at Tyler Bertuzzi and and say to yourself he's not a top six player on this team either this year or the next and I think that that's one thing that's definitely working in his favor is him knowing that and knowing that regardless of what happens this season, there's a very, very high chance that he's going to come out as one of the three best forwards on this team. I mean, statistically, he was. Right, right. But to do it again, to do it again, like there's nobody who's coming in that's going to take ice time or first-line minutes from him, take his role on the power play. Like, I just don't see that happening. No, I don't either. Um, unless Zadina can put together a full, happy, you know, a full healthy year, happy year. Um, I guess it, it that still doesn't take come. him out of the top six, though. I mean, because then you'd think like your top wingers are Mantha, Bertuzzi, Zadina, and who else? I mean, maybe Fabry, but they might even try Fabry at center this season. Uh, and I don't think Robbie Fabry is the player that Tyler Bertuzzi is, at least at this current point in time. So I just I, I don't see it happening, regardless of how well Zadina puts it together. I think Bertuzzi just fills a role that Zadina doesn't doesn't play and that's fine they're just different players you know talking about this right now uh nolan i'm getting my first sense we shut down this is the first time i've actually been excited to watch the red wings start playing again yeah yeah and there's a lot to be excited about i mean like i said like and i think the thing that works in the red wings favor is i don't see tyler bertuzzi putting up 70 points this year or like anything like i mean obviously there won't be 82 games i'm assuming but, you know, I, I don't see him putting up almost a point per game this season. Like, it's still not a very good team. So, I don't know. There's a lot to there's a lot of different aspects to look at. I'm sure we'll touch on it. Uh, again, we're still waiting on what the Anthony Mantha deal is going to look like. That deal is still working. Uh, and so, I think that that kind of plays into it long term uh, in terms of, like, who you're going to give to what. And as a matter of fact, like – Actually, I'll ask you this on the other side of the break. So we'll be right back. Final segment of the day coming up. You're listening to the Locked On Red Wings podcast, a proud member of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. All right, we're back. Final segment of the day here at the Locked On Red Wings podcast. We are talking Tyler Bertuzzi's new deal uh, and whether he fits into the long-term plans of the Detroit Red Wings of Steve Eiserman. Uh, we've hashed through a lot of it already, but one thing I wanted to ask you is because we have talked about, you know, the Iser plan time and time again on this show, right? And you 
like I've said it, you've said it, but just like, oh, that's not part of the Iser plan. This, this type of deal isn't part of the Iser plan. But as you begin to look back at uh, what Tampa Bay has done and just the recency of this offseason with them putting Tyler Johnson on waivers with uh, some of the other deals that they gave out that are not looking too well. Now, granted, they won a Stanley Cup, mission accomplished. You can kind of deal with all those other things later. But they're in a very, very peculiar situation right now. And do you think it's time to start looking back on Steve Eiserman's Tampa Bay years and recognize that he might realize that he made some mistakes along the road? Like there were, I think, I'm sure he would love to have Tyler Johnson, uh, or I'm sure Tampa Bay would love to have Tyler Johnson on three less years, two less years, like, uh, or Yanni Gord or, or, you know, whoever it may be. And just kind of looking back and saying, okay, well, how can I get more ahead of this uh, rather than kind of dish out these contracts and be stuck in a bind later? Uh, it's kind of a, a give and take, uh, in my opinion, on that. It, it, you want to award success. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think it's hard to say, hey, guys, we're only handing out. I know we just gave Kucherov an eight-year deal or, you know, Palat or whatever, a five, six-year deal. But, Tyler, we want to give you a, a two-year deal because that's what we want to do. Then Tyler's going to be like, well, what's, what have I not done? Have you right. not seen me in, that's the, the, in the playoffs against too. Tampa, against Detroit? <laughs> like, I'm phenomenal. So, I mean, like you said, it is, it is a give and a take. It's a business. Um, obviously, everybody's, everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to have those days. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Makes Everybody mistakes. gets that way. Yeah, right. Sometimes wow, I can't jam. believe I just did that. I know. Wow. I'm in a good uh, mood today. I don't know I'm, what to tell I'm, you. A monotonous Hannah Montana lyric. Yeah, just I know. Placed right in the middle of this, this episode. Yep. I love that. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Tyler Johnson, though, if you look at this, like it is pretty comparable. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi in his age 24 season, 48 points in 71 games. Tyler Johnson in his uh, age 24 season, 72 points in 77 games. Now, I think the important thing to distinguish from that is the fact that uh, Tyler Johnson was obviously playing on a much better team in his age 24 season. The 2015 Tampa Bay Lightning, who I believe knocked out the Red Wings in game seven of the first round. Uh, But then two years later, his age 26 season, which is what we can assume Tyler Bertuzzi will be signing a hypothetical long-term deal because he's 25 right now. So he'll be 26 when it's time to sign that next deal or maybe even file for arbitration again, who knows? Um, In that season, Tyler Johnson had 45 points in 66 games, which when you look at it with uh, Tyler Bertuzzi's record this year, 48 points in 71 games, that's pretty much on par. So you have to think like, does Steve Eisenman look at that deal he gave Tyler Johnson and start to think to himself, uh, okay, well, maybe that's not necessarily a given. Or, or you start to just learn lessons and realize that this is just sometimes how things shake out. As your team gets better, these guys that you thought were going to be the most important pieces of your team eventually kind of just start to slit, trickle down little by little. And then you get to a point where you're looking at a contending Tampa Bay Lightning team and Tyler Johnson's contract, and you say that's, that's not really a good thing for them. I mean, he was basically a third line center there. I mean, that's yeah. which is which is nothing to shake a stick at. Like, you need no. a good third line center. Yeah, and he's a great third line center. Um, it, that's just what happens. I mean, that's what's going to happen in this rebuild, man. Yeah, this is what happens when you have thirteen draft picks a year. Like, yeah. people are gonna people are gonna project higher than what they were originally said to be. Mm-hmm. People are gonna fit into roles that 
you might not have seen or what you do see. It's just yeah. what happens in a rebuild, man. Yeah. And it's so a business, baby. Ultimately, where I land on this is this is Steve Eisman's way of saying, okay, do it again. Because I don't, I don't see any benefit to not, if you think for sure he's part of your long-term plans, uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to know what energy is coming from which direction because of the fact that Tyler Bertuzzi was the one who filed for this arbitration. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy they got a deal done though. Definitely. I mean, it's not, I'm happy this isn't something that was, you know, they were millions of dollars off or anything. I'm happy yeah. it was yeah. a, a six figure instead of a seven figure. And again, there's probably some uh, empathy coming from both sides, knowing that this is a flat cap year and things are just a little bit weird. So uh, I think all in all, I, I don't think that there's going to be a relationship that's been damaged, especially because they have uh, kind of come out and said so. Like Tyler Bertuzzi seemed to be in pretty good spirits uh, when he did his, his post, uh, whatever you want to call it, signing press conference. So uh, still lots to play out, but I think all in all, uh, the Red Wings would have been better off long-term, like being able to hammer out some sort of four or five-year deal right now in his age, heading into his age 25 season. But uh, unfortunately, it's just not going to work out like that. So it's a, it's a wait and see. It's a wait and see for sure. Yeah, trust TVY. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday. We're going to talk a little bit about the AHL. They pushed their start date uh, back uh last week as well also the ohl disallowed hitting we were going to get to that today but we unfortunately did not have enough time for it the music's about to start going here in ford field uh so we will leave it with you on that uh yeah i'd rather talk about the ohl not allowing hitting for about an entire podcast so yeah absolutely uh so we'll be back wednesday do us a favor uh i hate to ask for this but i have to leave us a five-star review do us a favor subscribe to the lockdown red wings podcast and as always follow us on twitter at lo underscore red wings we're bringing you guys new episodes throwback clips highlights uh throwback pictures you got it. You, you want it. You got it. We just gave out a uh, Jimmy Howard autographed jersey uh, on there over the weekend. So be sure to go check that out. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. 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 Same time. Same place. It's your team every day. Here comes the music. Perfect oh, time. Baby. Wow. I love that. Go Lions. <laughs>